guests and ghouls, and welcome to Quest Friends Hereafter, an improvised fiction podcast using the Under the Neighborhood role-playing system. I am Kyle, he, him, and today I, my four best friends, and some dice are going to tell you a story about how the Dashcon ball pit could have been much, much worse. But before we get started with our adventures today, everyone should introduce themselves and say who they're playing so people recognize your lovely voices and names. I think we should go in the same order that we typically do, and I'm last in that order. I don't know what the order is. I also don't know, except (laughs) for my part. I know Ari usually goes first, but she made herself not go first last time out of spite for some reason. No, it's it's because Mm. I wanted to do a joke. I think it was once again the dog Dimodo, but I forget. (laughs) Fucking the fucking... (laughs) (laughs) There she goes! Anyways, I am Ari, my pronouns are she, her, and I play Aurelio Enrique Hueso Canaca, otherwise known as Kike, the opportunist who adapts, and his pronouns are he, him. I'm Emily, my pronouns are they, the version of the world, and I play Irene Hawthorne, the necromon trainer who overextends, whose pronouns are she, her. Hi. My name is Tom. My pronouns are he, him. I am playing Hilda Mishkevich, the guardian who pulls pranks, and her pronouns are she, her. I'm Hallie, pronouns she, her, and I play Sparky Malarkey, the intuition who investigates, also she, her. Okay, I'm going to start doing, like, one of those games that they do at beginning of, like, college orientation, like, popcorn (laughs) your name over to some- I'm not joking, that's going in my notes. No! Don't do that. I can't play popcorn again. I can't, you can't make me. This just sounds like a tragic backstory of yours or something. <laughs> you can't make me. <laughs> it's in my notes. It's cemented down. I've scribbled it. You can see it here. Easily burned. Just put it outside and the Arizona sun will do it. Hallie, do you want me to put it down the garbage disposal for you when yes. Kyle's asleep? I would like you to do that, please. That would make me very happy. As with usual, we are going to start this session by going over slice of life complications. In today's session, you all could introduce a complication for anyone. So, the floor is yours again to present your hell for each other, or maybe yourself, or maybe all of you. Not none of you. That's not allowed. It has to be bad for someone. I have a complication for Sparky. Mm. The complication is just that Sparky's coffee machine is broken and she hasn't had the chance to have coffee this morning or throughout the day. I love that like two in a row we tried to make Sparky have a broken coffee machine. Because <laughs> that was the complication we didn't have for uh, Adventure 2. Oh, was, was that? <laughs> We're just going to keep proposing it until it happens. Adventure 2, Hilda's rival, Sparky's coffee machine didn't work. I remembered because that was the one complication we didn't use. Oh, I forgot about that because we didn't use it. All right, who's next? I can go next, but I'll need to ask one question of Emily first. Okay. Does Irene use mechanical pencils or, like, standard pencils? She... My first thought was pens. She never makes mistakes. (laughs) I have a plan for that, too. (laughs) Well, I guess it could also be the standard 2B pencil, because that's what you need to use on where you bubble in test answers. Like Scantron tests? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. In that case, we'll just go with the original plan, so as not to be overly cruel. (laughs) Great. All of Irene's 2B pencils have been breaking lately. It's unclear why this is happening. It's because she's angry. (laughs) She doesn't seem to be using them, or at least she doesn't think she's using them any more roughly than before, but they just continually snap, and multiple pencils have been worn down to nothing now, from breaking, sharpening, breaking. Mine was also for Irene. Mine was that Irene got new sheets for what I assume is a twin size bed, but this can be adjusted to any size bed, really. And you got those like full size slash twin size sheets, like the kind that supposedly work for both things. And like, it's not that it doesn't fit, it's that it's too big. So you can't make the corners all tight and fitted, which is a thing I am assuming Irene likes to do, but I could be wrong. But the size is just slightly off and the bed looks rumpled because of it. Irene's nightmare. <laughs> a rumpled bed. She can't make it perfectly in the morning. No, 
The sheets are wrong. My complication is for Kike. Oh, no. He's getting heckled by a child. (laughs) (laughs) Just any child. My instinct was walnut, but I realized that I shouldn't assume that walnut would heckle an old man. Ash Ketchum would heckle an old man in a heartbeat. I'm pretty sure he has. I'm sure we can find, I'm sure we could YouTube Ash Ketchum heckling an old man and find some clip. <laughs> okay, so we've got Sparky's coffee machine is broken. She is very decaffeinated. Irene just got new bed sheets, but they don't quite fit. Alternatively, Irene's 2B pencils have all been breaking for some mysterious reason. <laughs> and then finally, Kike is being heckled by a child. <laughs> What child? I don't know. I haven't made a child who would heckle Kike, so I would actually, I would check my notes and create a child from that. Like a little skater boy. Okay, so which, which, which do we want? I mean, I would like to see what you come up with upon the mystery of the broken pencils, Kyle, so that I would vote for that. I like broken pencils myself. I am very fond of this small child, but <laughs> I, I'm good with whatever. I'm interested in broken pencils. Okay, let's go. All of Irene's 2B pencils have been breaking. <laughs> I, I also like the meme of the coffee thing not being picked and just being repeatedly suggested. God, every time. Just uh, I'm just thinking of a sad coffee pot. I'm the coffee pot. No one ever picks me. <laughs> Here's my sad tap dance. I'm Mr. Coffee. The next time is no one ever picks me. Sparky's coffee pot has started tap dancing instead of making coffee. I was gonna say my coffee pot gained sentience. She can't drink coffee because it keeps tapping, and so she can't grab it in time because it just taps. The coffee pot got really obsessed with the musical Chicago. I shouldn't have played anything on the TV in front of the coffee pot. It got ideas okay so it has been about a month since your last adventure just a quick recap of what happened there sparky was visited by her old friend from her high school mystery solving crew pickle her good good friend elliot he tried to offer her a job she said fuck you sparky and hilda then went to a signing with the aggressive bandit who is lucas bang is someone from the valley who won the Intermortal Necromon Championship when he was 17 years old, and he and Sparky dated when they were 17 years old. And might again. <laughs> but unfortunately, there might be other things in play. He seems to be in the pocket of Scuba Corps, which makes sense, they hire him, but also Maple, <clears throat> the number two of Scuba Corps, and maybe the winner of his heart. Anyway, Scuba Corps tried to pull some shit and failed. The only notable thing is that Sparky was given a business card that may or may not do something malicious. Who knows? Also, Scuba Corps does in fact own all of her Necromon, but- They're blank Necromon cards, it doesn't matter. So it's been a month since then. In the timeline of things, not a whole lot has changed. More and more businesses are adapting and changing to fit the Intermortal Necromon Championship. You've got Scuba's Core Space Scraper. Construction for that can be heard at all hours of the day. And students like Hilda and Irene have been diligently training because we are now a month out from that championship actually starting. So things are really revving up on that front. But in all of your lives, has anything notable happened since we last saw our characters? Yes. Oh, I'll continue. I, I, <laughs> Sparky, there were rutabagas in that lunchbox from Maybelline, right? With all the beauty products that she sells or whatever. No, it was just food. It was lunch. I, just a lunchbox, whatever. Out of character, she probably just did not want to eat the roasted rutabagas and so gave yeah, them. Yeah, that's fine. Like, who does? Sorry, the roasted rutabaga and gave them to you instead. Among the research topics relating to rutabagas that Sparky (laughs) has undertaken the last month are plural form accepted. Like, she's trying to find, like, you know how sometimes, like, there are two acceptable forms of plural, of pluralities? That's, that's like, number one. She Googles it all the time, even though she knows the answer, which I will find out once I Google it. But other things that she's Googling are, like, rutabaga- health benefits, rutabaga beauty benefits, rutabaga world domination benefits. Like she's just, she's just fully spiraling down rutabagas. They are still not at the grocery store. 
because that grocery store never has rutabagas, even though they have a very clearly marked rutabaga section. So she's just been hitting the rutabagas hard, which sounds like she's doing drugs, but she literally can't because there are no rutabagas. All right, perfect. And you know what? I'll give you uh, a mystery tracker point for that for your mystery tracker. Only because you have done a search so suspicious, it might have you on a bite tracker somewhere, like the Bureau (laughs) of Intermortal Enforcement might be now tracking your internet browsing history based on your rutabaga searches. So if it's enough for them to pay attention, it's enough for me to pay attention. Sparky is now on a no-fly list. (laughs) Tom, please. In this world, it's a no-die list. (laughs) So yeah, as part of Sparky's Investigates descriptor, Hallie gets to choose a mystery to solve. And every time she takes steps towards solving that mystery, she gets a point. Once she gets seven points on this investigation tracker, Sparky will uncover a major revelation about the plot. And right now, Sparky is at three out of those seven points. Excellent. But you're not doing that investigation today, at least not on your home computer. I mean, I guess it is a laptop, so I guess you could be doing it. But it's my SmackBook Pro. You and everyone else are at the Bring Your Job to School Fair. Yes. This fair is a job fair that is being held in the Bandit Gymnasium. That's the big gymnasium in the center of the Valley Public Schools. Is this school owned by the aggressive bandit? Or did they just name it after him? So it is notably recently renamed. (laughs) It used to be just the VPS Gymnasium. But since they're like, oh man, we finally got to host the championships. The whole town is like really being like, oh yeah. We love Necromon! Like, there are new Necromon shops all over the place, and so the school has done the thing to try to suck up to Scubacore by being like, it's the Bandit Gymnasium. And it's worked! Because Scubacore is here at this event. So what this event is, is this event is just, it's a job fair, but it's a mix of like that and one of those like fun rec days you would have for kids. You've got a bunch of stands with different businesses on them. Some of them are doing their own thing, but it's really hard to hear because Scubacore just has an entire wall taken up by them. There's a big like Scubacore banner and these speakers that are as tall as the gymnasium itself blasting just just pumping out music and a bunch of smaller owned companies have their stands right in front of those speakers. For example, there's a stand for Out of Time, the grocery store that Sparky frequents. They're like, oh, here's what happens if you're a grocery store manager. Pursue this career, kids. You never have rutabagas, that's what happens. The Undertakers from Bite have their own little like truck outside. That one just says free video games on it. It just seems to be a way to get information from kids or something. But it's not horribly out of place just because, again, there are other things. There's like ring toss, there's a ball pit, and kids down below are running from stand to stand. Each of them is dressed up in their own unique costume. Lots of them are dressed up in the aggressive bandits outfit, but others are scientists, athletes, a couple of undertakers as well, because there are two prizes for this competition. There is a prize for the best stand, and that prize is just basically free money. It's a grant. And then there is a prize for the kid who has the best costume for what job they want to be. And the prize for that is obviously what any kid at school wants, the unbreakable number two pencil. (laughs) But there's one of these stands I particularly want to focus on, and that is, Sparky, you actually have a stand here at this event. So tell me a bit about your stand, what you're saying to the kids, all of those things. What I'm saying to the kids is, hey, the truth is hard to find sometimes because people will try to cover it up. You know how you find it? investigative reporting but of course she's saying this in her voice not mine so it's more like when you're investigative reporter every day is exciting you never know what you're going to find for instance did you know or do you know anything about rutabagas no see that's what it's that's what it's like that's what investigative reporting is like hilda is taking notes and you see hilda and then you just see a bunch of kindergartners with like a teacher holding one of their hands. Good. And they're like, what's a rutabaga? That's a good question. 
And exactly the kind you should be asking. Is that, that a kind ever... of, is that a kind of sucker? It's... Teacher said that if we came here, we will get suckers. That's another thing you have to watch out for. Incentives. Sometimes people who give you incentives don't have your best interests at heart. You need to be able to provide your own incentive. A rutabaga is not a sucker. It is supposedly a vegetable. But can we confirm that? No, we can't because they're never at the grocery store. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you know that plants don't come from the grocery store? Oh my god. Yeah, and Irene, as the rest of the kids shuffle off with their teacher just being like, Come on, we'll we'll go back. We'll go back to Mr. Elmo. He has all the he has all the candy. Like, he's fun. We'll go we'll go back to him. Irene walks up and Irene, what are you wearing? Irene is wearing a fairly formal dark green dress with a high collar and puffy sleeves and some Mary Jane flats. She's dressed as herself. <laughs> Rutabaga are a root vegetable. You can grow them from seeds if you want. You don't have to go to the grocery store if you want a rutabaga. That's not the only place that has them. Honey, honey, when you're a working adult, you don't have a lot of time for things anymore. The boss has a lot on her plate. She's 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 doing a lot to investigate this. She has an unpaid assistant. Why don't you grow her some rutabaga? Well, I gladly would if the boss had me on that. But I I have more important jobs like uh collecting all of these receipts for tax deductions. That's true. The other day, I cleaned the yard. That was a very useful task. And, um... Just realized that Hilda was just picking up garbage and moving it on top of other garbage. Please, Hilda Hilda would actually get rid of it. <laughs> where would she put it? It's, in, it's where it's in supposed to be! <laughs> the junkyard is where it's supposed to be! Is the junkyard a literal landfill? Yes! That's what I thought. Jesus, I thought Sparky it was just like... Sparky lives in a literal landfill. Yeah. Did you think it was... I a... thought it was like a car junkyard. <laughs> I thought it was like a place where like broken cars go. Oh no. Oh honey, no. My car is just in the junkyard. Oh. Because I like it aesthetically. Oh. Because <laughs> all my stuff is there. All right, so yes, Hilda. <laughs> oh. Hilda. She's just a possum. Cleared <laughs> trash to other trash piles. Oh. You're just a possum. Oh, no. And what are you dressed as? It doesn't look like you're dressed as my rival. You need to take this more seriously. Um, and to that note, Hilda is kind of, kind of dressed as several things at once. So, she's got the notepad, of course. Physical notepad is very important because Sparky has impressed it upon her that a proper investigative journalist uses notepads and pencils. Uh, a 2B pencil, if anyone was counting, that's unbroken. She has got what's supposed to be, like, that little news fedora with the little feather in it. However, it's also a park ranger hat, so it's, like, wide-brimmed, and, like, one of the things is folded up. It still has the feather in it, so it now looks more like a swashbuckler's hat. But to Hilda's brain, this is a fusion of a park ranger hat and an investigative reporter hat. <laughs> Hilda is also wearing a dramatic cape with the official Necromon League emblem on it. She is wearing hiking boots and like bits of ranger khakis but then is also wearing like this formal like shirt vest and tie like an, an event planner at a fancy thing it is chaotic to say the least booker is also here just like chilling on hilda's shoulder i would assume recoup <laughs> not get dressed up but recoup might booker have made Of a shit. <laughs> Booker is not dressed up. He's dressed like a book. But he may have made himself a tiny hat. Oh. I was thinking that he's got the little sailboat origami. I was yes, thinking the same thing. It's that. It's that. But he's got two of them, one on each little eye Ooh. stalk. Oh. Oh. Uh, like if it could be made from like his own pages somehow. Either that or just 
bits of the books that he's torn up from Hilda's homework that he's eaten. Yeah. He kicks his little origami legs at Irene at her aggressive approach. Freckled. Uh, well, I it's it's really a, a lot of things. I you know didn't really pick a job, so I've got a lot of things. But um, over here at this table, I'm obviously an apprentice journalist. Yes, yes, and as my apprentice journalist Hilda is very busy doing all of those important tasks that um she mentioned earlier. However, um, if you are looking for a position where you could plant rutabaga seeds, you know, you you could always um try investigative reporting. That doesn't sound like the type of job that I want. So you don't have the moxie for it. That's what I thought. No, actually, I just don't like to settle. <sighs> Sparky is too astounded at the spunk of this 12-year-old. She's upset at being dunked on by a 12-year-old. <laughs> She's being dunked on by an 11-year-old. <laughs> She's being dunked on by an 11-year-old and being defended by a 12-year-old. So she's kind of sputtering a little bit, and... I can write down somewhere where you can get seedlings. You don't even have to start it from seed that way. Well, actually, since I'm an investigative reporter, I have the wherewithal to find out myself. And then she goes back behind her booth, picks out her SmackBook Pro, slams it on the table, opens it up, and starts... Take a GM intrusion. What? No! Take a GM intrusion, Hallie. No! Me? No! <laughs> Who do you want to give your other point to? No! Not Irene, because she's being mean to me. Hilda, because she <laughs> defended me. God damn it. I have too much AP. So you go to grab your SmackBook Pro, right, Sparky? Yeah, yeah, that's my SmackBook Pro. And when you pull it out, or specifically when you pull your arm up to get it, you stop partway through, and you realize that a series of tiny magnets have connected your arm to the table. The fuck? She says in a school. <laughs> Sparky Malarkey, you can't say that when there are children around. Oh, for God's sake. And all of you notice as a bright woman in her 40s wearing a multicolored formal vest and a bow tie walks up to Sparky. In addition to her formal vest and bow tie, she's wearing tailored slacks and colorful wide shoes. She's also adorned with bubblegum lipstick, a flower on her lapel with a little, you can see a little like string connected to it, to some sort of squeezer someplace else, and a large bowler hat with two black pigtails poking out of it. But most notably, you see that this woman has a big bright red clown nose. Hilda is pulling the hat as far down over her head as she can and is just sort of like trying to inch to the side. Booker says, getting poked in the face by the brim of her hat. <laughs> Hilda will like make space for Booker, but is continuing to hide an inch. Hilda, a new lesson about being a Necromon trainer is you cannot hide from things you have to take everything head on. Why are you putting your hat on your face? Uh, I, um, uh, no reason. It is unbecoming of a rival. Mm. <laughs> oh, and she immediately pivots around and looks at you, Irene. No. Oh, you must be Irene. Hilda's mentioned so much about you. <laughs> Irene slowly looks back over at Hilda. Really? What has Hilda mentioned about me? Oh, well, you know. And she taps her little clown nose in here. Mother-daughter confidentiality. If it wasn't that I'm the best Necromon trainer, that's what you should know. <laughs> See, Sparky, now that's, that's the kind of spirit that I knew you would inspire these kids to have. Sparky is still wrestling with the magnets. They have to learn from somewhere, don't they? And that one didn't get it from me. Oh, she's got that all on her own. I'm a very independent person. She's a very independent person. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let me tell you all about my good friend Sparky Malarkey. Oh, by the way, Hilda, your God friends sick. wanted to see you someplace over there and your mom motions to someplace else in the gymnasium. Uh, okay, thanks, mom. And Hilda will just, like, zoom off. 
Did you know that Sparky Malarkey has solved more cases than anyone else in the Valley? Even more than Mr. Elmo. Now, Mr. Elmo, he has his own kind of thing going on. He has solved many, many cases, but his are about 23. Sparky, last we checked, was somewhere about 24. Although, it's been a while since I've heard about your mystery, so maybe that number's a bit higher. You know, you should tell me, what have you been up to in the past couple of years? What kind of mysteries have you been solving? For the kid, for the kid. But also for me a little bit, you know? I, I'm, kind, I'm kind of curious. But for the kid, for the kid, for the kid. Sparky, still wrestling with those magnets. Well, I am working on a very important um, undercover mystery related to grocery store supply chains. Um, before that, you know, I I was on the street. I was on the ground for the big Necromouse bird fiasco. So that I, I had that going for me. You know, that was that was first ground coverage. You know, uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, Foster, she asked me to find and uh, her glasses, they were on her face. Solved that one very fast. So, you know, this is, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still ahead of Mr. Elbow. You hear a little ding ding from across the thing and a deep voice goes, And just like that, with my young companions, another two mysteries solved. He's softballing the kindergartners. He's been doing that all day. <laughs> Sparky! You are a gas. I don't think there's anyone else in here who is quite as funny as you. And now is when we hear those sounds again. We hear the loud, another two cases solved. And we see the person next to that stand. Kike, you are stuck between the scuba core speakers on one end and this very loud presentation on the other. And we'll get to what that one looks like in a little bit. But before I do that, I wanna know, what does your stand look like? Well, his stand has a big sign on the back with the, the name of his company, which is called Kimika. Well, it's called Kimikard, but it's mostly, he, he has it as Kimika, and then like he has a lot of shit covering the last two <laughs> letters so that it just says Kimika, which means chemistry in Spanish. And he has a table with a bunch of different objects so that like he can tell people about like the different things that you can do with chemistry. So he has a little glass bottle with his ship in one side. He has some like <laughs> wood stuff and then like kind of shoved to like the very corner of it, he has some cards, but he's kind of doesn't want to draw too much attention to that part. And he's trying to get, I mean, if there's kids, he has a spiel that he's trying to get kids excited about. Yeah, tell us your spiel. The uh, kindergartners have just gotten their fix from Mr. Elmo and have come back to your stand. All right, kiddos. Uh, do you want to know what wonderful things you can do with chemistry? Oh, spoiler here. There are things that would leave you con el ojo cuadrado, huh? Yeah, yeah. So there's a long, <laughs> there's a long pause. And then one of the kids slowly raises their hand. Like he, he, he'll just be like, ah, ah it's, it's, it, you, you would get it. It's, it's funnier in Spanish. But anyways. Is that a kind of candy? <laughs> Uh, Can you make candy? <laughs> well, I want candy. Well, and they just fact, got. You can see it like their mouths are covered with this glittery, sugary paste. <laughs> Keep going, though. Well, you can in fact make candy ah! with chemistry. <laughs> yes, they want. <laughs> How are you louder than the speaker? That's kind of impressive. Uh, okay, anyways. And you hear from the stand next to you. Because nothing is louder than an excited child. Another mystery solved. And the ding sound effect goes off again. Oh, what the fuck? Could kill him. Uh, that guy over there might have candy. You can go over there. The rest of you that may want to know what you can do with chemistry. They're all gone. Stick around. They're all gone. Well, that's fine, too. I had, I had another half of my speech here. There is one person left. There are, in fact, three people left. Ooh. Because there is, as they all leave, 
you see three children. You see this child that's dressed up in every kind of thing imaginable. That's Hilda. On Hilda's left is Walnut, and Day is dressed up in their Necromon dueling outfit. So, you know, the kind of gym outfit with the fake scuba core trench coat, the one that's worn officially for competitions. And then on Hilda's right, you see a small zombie boy. And his outfit is filled with just a million different balls from the ball pit because he is dressed up as a laundry basket. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Kike, at seeing the three kids left, he first is gonna be like, ah, you know, those other kids did not deserve to learn all of the chemistry secrets that you three will learn in the stand. And then he'll look at Hilda and he'll be like, ah, hey, I know you. And then he's gonna be like, okay, so look at all of these things you can make. You can make glass that is more resistant to breaking than other glass. You can make wood with more nutrients than regular wood in case you have little critters that like to eat wood. Not that I would know anything about that. And then he's going to like glance at the cards and be like, yeah, you can also have like cards with more resistance or more colors or whatever. But but you also can have pens and pencils that do not break, (laughs) which is usually a complication. And you know what? All of those things are things that I and you can make if you are interested in joining the company Chemicard. Obviously, you have to pass your chemistry classes, organic chemistry, all of those things. But it really, it's a really fun journey and a really fun reward. If you have any questions, there's technically no limit, but there is a limit. (laughs) Did you say cards like Necromon cards? Well, maybe if we combine those with, we could make equip items or something like that. And Day runs up and just starts looking at some of the cards there. And while Day mutters to Dame Self, Freddy goes, Ah, so chemistry is one of the applications for that. The creation of more and enhanced kinds of dish soap and detergent. I like to wash. Oh, well, you actually have to wash a lot in chemistry. You have to keep a clean workspace, but it's true. I actually, uh, in my early days uh, in this company, designed a a shampoo that cleans hair more efficiently than regular shampoo. I wasn't sadly able to test it myself for uh, reasons. Oh wait, you're Kimmy Card! (laughs) Freddy, Freddy Hilda, this is Kimmy Card. They're the ones that were bought out by Scuba Court. They make all the Necromon cards. (sighs) When Walnut was like, oh, cards! Kiki's expression from like a really excited smile, it's going to like slowly go down to like, you know, like cartoonishly, like it just goes like down to, to a frown, like. And Freddy just, oh, oh, so you, you wouldn't really know about making dish soap then. I no, 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 see, the, car- the, the, the card thing, uh, uh, as your friend mentioned here, it's a new addition to the company. It's true. I guess we do that a lot nowadays. Uh, a whole lot, but we also do other things like dish soap and 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 this bottle and wood. That's why I have all of these things on the table. Wait, are those equip cards? I have heard I've heard that there's a new thing called equip cards that make Necromon stronger. Does this look like an equip card. At least that's that's what that's what I heard from a friend of a friend of a friend of uh someone's uncle who works at Kimmy Card. Oh my god, I I I need to talk to that. Uh, I need to talk with that kid again soon enough about we need to talk about No, no. Somewhere far off, a smile curls up the edge of Ariel's <laughs> lips. Hilda does have a question though. Ah. She'll step up close and say Is it a card question, kid? <laughs> his, his voice is kind <laughs> of <laughs> Drop an octave, yes. How did you know you wanted to be a chemist, Mr. Kike? He's going to like, like do that, like, the the only thing I can think of is the little gas pop-up from Amphibia dolls, like, like, really excited. And Kike, Kike is just going to describe his whole journey through, like, you know, his academic endeavors and all of his, G- Give like, us a taste. Just give us a monologue. And what I'll do is I'll, like, 
fade in and out from bit to bit as we just like are like, and then in okay. 1937, I... <laughs> ah, yes, well, it all started back in the days when it was called alchemy, you see? And back then, people were It was thinking... a taboo among alchemists that you could not reanimate a human body for what equals the cost of a human soul. Anyways, keep going. Ah, uh, yes, where everybody thought maybe you can turn this thing into gold. Of course, that was just, uh, that was puras patrañas. That wasn't anything, anything that you could actually do. But then I was like, but what things can I do? And I did that when I was alive, or did I, was I, was I already, mm, you know, that those details are a bit fuzzy. But regardless, at some point in my life or non-life, I went to university. <laughs> and there, <laughs> I can do applied chemistry, which is the thing that I do now. And it's the thing that I've been doing in this company for, and he's gonna try to think of how many years it has been, and he actually cannot remember how long he has been working in this company. So, a while. Definitely before you were born, probably before your parents were born. <laughs> I, I actually don't know. But regardless, um, so if you if you wanna join, you can actually I can I can hook you up for an internship or something. There's always places, and I always need somebody to work on the non-card parts of this business, which is minimal at this point. But there's there's some possibilities. Yeah, I mean, I don't start chemistry for a few grades, but I I I'd like to learn. There aren't really any investigative journalism classes either, so that's kind of why I started uh, hanging around with the boss. But but yeah, I would be happy to be an apprentice alchemist chemistist person just remember the first rule is that you cannot make gold is it? that is puras patrañas all right no matter what other alchemists tell you you also can't bring people back from life that's like a rule that everybody knows about alchemy but yeah if you want i can give you a head start in chemistry i'm always really excited about that hilda has written down in the notepad first rule Cannot turn things into gold. <laughs> Second rule, cannot bring back dead. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll ask my moms. Um, I, I don't think I ever got a chance to thank you for uh, helping us out when we fell into that cave a while back. So uh, thank you. Kiki's actually like taken aback by this a little bit. Like at that point, he was mostly doing it selfishly and didn't really <laughs> like it wasn't like, I'm going to save these people. I don't know that Hilda ever found out that Kike actually tied her to the tree. <laughs> she did not. But he'll, he'll like, after being a bit surprised, he'll just be like, ah, you don't have anything to thank me for. So I guess I'll accept them, but I really, there's really no need. Thank you for your interest in chemistry. That, that does mean a lot, kid. And I do hope to see you around. Hmm. Hello, and welcome to the announcement break. I don't have anything clever to introduce at this time, so let's just get into it. I don't actually have any announcements for you today. If I did, I'll always put them before the promo. But since I don't have any announcements today, let's get straight to the promo section. Today's promo is for a podcast called Worst Movies Ever Played, and let's give it a listen. These movies are hot. My name is T2756. Would you like to have sex with me now for money? You know what? Honestly, cool. These movies are bloody. It's feeling a lot braver before I knew there was going to be murder and then threats of murder. Oh yeah, I mean, you didn't think you could go to Texas Instruments without murdering someone, did you? These movies are audio only. Worst Movies Ever Played is back with three new VHS movies for your ears. Anything can happen in this actual play RPG podcast, and we mean anything. What did you build that went so poorly a while back? Oh, I tried to build a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it also became a libertarian. Those mercy of freedom do not beg for it. They simply take it. Oh, this is a super bummer. Subscribe to Worst Movies Ever Played wherever you get your podcasts. 
If that show sounds interesting to you, you can check out Worst Movies Ever Played at worstmovieseverplayed.com. Okay, that's all I've got for you today. Our next episode, Mr. Elmo's Mysterious Game Part 2, will release at its originally scheduled date, so next Monday, June 27th. But if you'd like additional stories, podcasts, or behind-the-scenes videos, you can find them at patreon.com slash questfriends. I'll see you there. Did you know I just do Sparky Malarkey? That's how I get into voices for both Elliot and Alina. I know, and it bugs the shit out of me. Sparky Malarkey. You hear a tapping of a mic. All right, everybody. All right. It is time to start another game. And you can all, you all notice that the music has stopped. Kike, if he had eardrums, would still be blown out because they're coming from the giant scuba core speakers. Well, you know, he's lucky because he has no ears. So yeah. it's just a reverberating headache through his bone cranium or whatever. So before we begin, I wanted to thank Scuba Core for so graciously letting us host this event anywhere other than the Scuba Core Space Scraper, <laughs> since that has many, many Gosha violations. <laughs> and you can see over in the corner, Maybelline, who has her own stand for like a no. multi-level marketing company, is just sitting there like nodding, nodding. And when the ghost OSHA violations are mentioned, you can see she just tur- her eyes turn like deadly furious. <laughs> and Hilda's mom, Alina, just kind of. <laughs> so, anyways, before we get to the next part of the event, we've got a fun little quiz for you all. And you can hear all the kids groan. Just a series of. Oh. But the winner gets candy. <laughs> and they all just start screaming for it again. Can I like have Kike just like look at Hill and say, if it's a chemistry-based quiz, I got you. <laughs> Thanks. And so all the vendors get shut down for a little bit and everybody gets into a nice orderly line and gets themselves a little Scantron sheet Me? with a series of basic questions. And they're they're fun questions. They're questions like, you know, what's your favorite of these? Or what's that? And you realize pretty quickly it's it's a personality quiz. God. So like, what's your favorite Necromon element? What's your favorite color? You recently died. What form would you take as one of the dead? And so on and so forth. He will roll his eyes at that question. Skeleton is not one of the options. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. A dead person, Irene writes in the line. (laughs) A corpse. Ah, yes, but what kind of dead person, young miss? You know you're not supposed to look over someone's shoulder when they're taking a test. I am so sorry. Please accept my apologies. Maybe. And you look up and... Well, I was going to say if I could have... If Malaya could, like, try and block (laughs) that person from looking above Irene's shoulder since it is sitting in in her lap. I would say that's going to be help somebody. You want to help out Irene in in hiding. So you're going to roll and you're going to apply Malaya's stat to it, which by default is plus zero. Okay, all right. That is a four, so no, that's not, you know, I tried. So despite your help or perhaps due to it, your target fails. Take an AP for that, for that failure, Ari. Since you were the necromon, since you were the player who did the action. Okay. So Malaya, you try blocking this guy, but what ends up happening instead? Well, I just think that because it is in a small form, then Malaya is just like, in this form thinks that is bigger than it actually is currently. So like, he just like stands, like extends his little arms and like thinks that that's enough. Like, ah, yeah, I did it. And maybe ends up like miscalculating things. And like when realizing it's not working, like maybe like falls a little Ooh. from Irene's shoulder, like <laughs> wobbly. Irene cups him in her hands and realizes 
that her pencil is broken. Oh no! <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone else, so how is everyone else's quizzes going? What kind of answers are you giving? Hilda is getting very extreme answers. I know these are mostly framed as multiple choice, but do you know the type of scantrons where it's like, do you strongly agree? Agree. Yeah. Slightly agree. Neutral. Slightly disagree. Disagree. Strongly disagree. Only strongly disagree and strongly agree answers from Hilda or neutral answers. Only the three extremes. Hilda's answers are wildly all over the place currently. And she is also deeply overanalyzing all of the text in the questions. So like... If they're asking whether or not I agree with the statement that this is important to me, does that mean that it's more important than other things? Or if like, if they say I can't enjoy a meal unless this, do I say that I sort of agree with it if I don't like it, but I can enjoy the meal? Or if because I can, it's not a deal breaker for the meal, I have to put that I disagree with it because it's a false statement. What What is the intent behind the test? Because it's very unclear, and she is deep into overanalyzing the intent and doesn't know what the test takers want from this personality test. <laughs> Meanwhile, next to you, you just hear, Agree! Disagree! Agree! 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 Disagree! Agree! Disagree! As Walnut is just going between the two extremes on their form. And Freddy is, you hear nothing because he's just sitting there playing with the balls in his little bin because he answered all the questions like five minutes ago. And so he's just like, so I can't turn this to gold, but could I turn this blue ball into a... And he looks around, I thought I had a red ball around here. And he starts like rummaging through his little laundry basket. But uh, Kike and Sparky, how, how are your questions going to? Because this is... As the adults were reminded, mandatory. Oh, Spark- no. Oh, I thought it was only for the kids. Fuck that. Sparky's not taking it. Nope. Every person has to do it. It looks like the only people who aren't taking the quiz are Alina and then that guy that Irene was talking to. Well, I think Kike at first thought that it was only meant for the kids. And when he realized that it wasn't, he's just going to pretend that he didn't realize that it wasn't only meant for the kids and to like... Oops, oh no, I everybody turned it in. What? I was supposed to turn it in? Oops, well, I gave it to a kid because I didn't think it was for me. And so that's his plan currently. So he's not answering this this thing. Okay, okay. So you got your name on there, nothing else. Oh, he, he doesn't even have his name. <laughs> okay, a blank hole of nothing. Yeah. How about you, Sparky? Oh, Sparky's just not doing it. Oh my god, we're both not doing it. <laughs> like, but like, Kike is good. He, he has a plan to be like, oops, my B, what are you gonna do now? Sparky's just like, nah. Sparky. Alina, come on. come on. Come on, don't be such a sour puss. Just put on the questions. There's so many, in- they're fun questions. You know, I asked Yulia about all of them, and Yulia agreed they are very fun, and Yulia knows about fun. Uh huh. Hilda in her head thinking, these are very bad questions. This is not fun. <laughs> I'm not enjoying myself. (laughs) Uh, Sparky will smile and say, the thing is that I don't need a personality test to tell me who I am. I'm a grown woman. I already know things. Well, tell us then. Come on, it's been almost 25 years. I want to know everything and anything about my good friend Sparky Malarkey. We've we've been through this. Hilda only tells me so much. (laughs) She's she's at that age that she's... Very, very secretive. Yes, yes. We all hit that age. You know, being secretive is actually a very good trait for an investigative reporter, which is why I can't go into too much detail about my life because it's full of very important, dangerous things. Um, not with Hilda, obviously. No, no, no. I, 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 she, she makes the coffee and, and cleans the yard and, and comes with me for interviews and, and, and things. No, no, the kid, the kid. Well, absolutely, Sparky, but I, I don't, I don't think some villain is going to be concerned about like, you know, what you would do on the perfect play date. Well, no, there, I don't go on play dates. Well, think of I'm, it as a regular I'm, I'm, date. What would you and Mr. What, Bang do? What, well, Lucas and I, you know, um, we saw each other recently. He was in, he's in town. He was in town. I don't know if you heard they did the movie. Oh, I've, I've heard 
It was mentioned during the planning process multiple times, and she gives the stink eye to Maybelline. <laughs> okay, good. Then um, everything was thorough. Um, yeah, you know, we, uh, we haven't gotten together to we have we haven't we haven't like met up for coffee to catch up or anything but you know i wouldn't even be able to tell him that much about my life for um all the what if i set I that off for you. let me you know let me oh no alina no you fill this no out. that is okay alina no roll me convince somebody <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to roll me to convince no. somebody <laughs> What what means do you want to do to convince Alina that no, she should not set up a meet cute with you and Lucas Bang? Uh, because I, you know, don't need one. I have so many meet cutes to plan around that it would just be a hassle if somebody planned one for me. I have to do this myself because of the thousands of other meet cutes. So you're gonna roll me uh, convince somebody with slick which is what you do when you're trying to disguise, mislead, or lie when trying okay. to convince somebody. Thanks to my wild card, I have a plus one in Slick today. Eight. Hey, next success. Your target is convinced mostly. So you get to choose one drawback. Some examples are Alina agrees with you, but something is preventing her from stopping setting up the meat cute. Alina asks for something in return. They make an inconvenient misunderstanding about what you mean and not like misunderstand the whole thing, but they misunderstand a small point or she is temporarily upset with you. So I'm stuck between the first one in that she thinks that like she's an event planner. This is what she does. She plans for busy people. This only means that she should do it more. Or if she's just pissed because Sparky's pulling her old bullshit of not letting anybody from her old life do anything for her or with her. Which one do you like? I like something is preventing her from doing what you want. Okay, let's do that one then. So Alina will go, all right, all right, Sparky. I get it. I get it. You want to play hard to get. Well, I am hard to get. It's not really playing. I'm just saying he already asked me about it. So Lucas Bang, Lucas Bang asked you about about organizing a meeting with with me. She winks and taps her nose. If you want to know more, you'll have to finish the sheet. Sparky bites her lip so hard it starts bleeding and pulls the godforsaken little Scantron sheet towards her and starts filling it in completely randomly. She is not actually taking it. She's just dot, 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 dot. All right, so you all fill up. I can't believe you got so much character work out of a goddamn Scantron. I can't believe I got played so fucking hard. I am furious. Ooh, you played yourself, Hallie. Ah! That's what we call it in the GMing business. <laughs> All right, so you all fill out your Scantrons. Not me. But not Kike. Oh, not Kike. <laughs> and you all continue with your thing. Kike, you continue presentations. The kids continue going around and seeing things. Is there anything notable that you do during this event? I, I have a critical question. Yeah. Would Hilda have been close enough to know anything about this potential Lucas Bang meetup? Or was this like fully separate from her? Do you want Hilda to have been close enough to you, Sparky? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, then yeah. How long are like Booker's little eyes, or can they extend? Because it would be kind of fun if like Booker... <laughs> just a little eye, just like <laughs> extended one eye, poking like, out. Yeah, like spying on that, and then like I feel like we should set a limit to it, but I want it to be like a really funky limit, like <laughs> thirty-five feet or something like that. <laughs> Just to be as weird and cursed as possible. Yeah, like I don't want it to break things later on mechanically. I just thought it would be a kind of fun. Uh, we'll say if Tom ever wants to use it outside of context, that might be use of an AP. But just as a flavor mm. thing, absolutely. Let's go for it. For sure. Like everybody ruin my life. Go for it. I want that. Also, Booker can read lips now, I guess. <laughs> Since it's just an eye that extended. He is a book. He can read anything. And somehow communicate that back to Hilda. Yeah, so somehow. <laughs> He's a book, he can spell anything. Rekob, Rekob. I'm going to say that Booker does a really impressive bit of charades. Yes. Like using little origami figures of Alina, Sparky, and the aggressive bandit to communicate this to Hilda. When he's showing with the origami and stuff, Whenever he's trying to show that someone's talking, he gestures with his first two little legs. 
<laughs> and then like goes back and forth and says, Rickoob, Rickoob, mm-hmm. and does like a higher one for Alita and a slightly lower one for Sparky. I love it. And then Lucas Bang is like, <laughs> I love it so much. That's so cute. It's masterful. Hilda does nothing with this knowledge for now, but her eyes narrow. <laughs> Irene also overheard, but did not care. <laughs> this was completely irrelevant to her. She's completely aghast at her pencil. Yeah, you've pulled out so many pencils. At this point, your sheet looks more like a Rorschach test <laughs> because it just snap and some of the graphite spills across it oh. and snap, spill, snap, spill. It is a amorphous blob at this point. <laughs> All right. The event continues. You go on with your day, but there's one thing everyone's waiting for. And you hear a tap on the mic again, and Alina goes, All right, everyone. Thank you so much for coming to bring your job to school day. Now it's the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for us to announce the winners of the costume cut. Take a GM intrusion, everyone. Oh, God. No! So then, does this mean that You don't we... share a point with other people. If God more than one person it. gets a GM intrusion, I'm not <laughs> having you share a point. That is how it goes. How long has it been since we've had a group intrusion? It's been a long time. The excited little screams from the kids, especially the kindergartners, turn into a little more nervous little screams as we hear this, like, bubbling, like a... And the ball pit in the center of the gymnasium starts bubbling up and up and up until like a geyser, it explodes. And a series of colorful balls shoot up into the sky and start covering the entirety of the gymnasium. Hilda uses her cape to shelter both herself and Booker because she just assumes this is deadly. Well, KK thinks it's some weird new addition to this, like, bring your job to school day. So he's just like, ah. Sparky gets out her camera. And what does Irene do? Irene hasn't looked up from her pencils. It just, like, nothing around her is registering as she continues to break her pencils. Sparky, roll me to take action. I want to see how effectively you take those pictures. God, is this going to be some Danganronpa bullshit about, like, in this exact frame is the clue to the culprit's whereabouts. Can you see it? The flash was turned on in this picture. Okay, so that's a nine, but my fierce is minus two, so actually it's a seven. But because of my can't learn unless you try ability, I get an AP every time I roll a stat, I have a negative value in. God damn it. So it's a mixed success. So you react slightly too late. Damn it. So you're taking pictures, you're taking pictures, and as you're taking the picture, you notice a figure that is mysteriously not responding to the action. And you take one picture of that figure before the camera is covered up by the ball pit balls, which rise higher and higher until from the outside of the gymnasium, you can see nothing but the inside of a ball pit. I hate it. We're going to start by all introducing yourselves since the idea is that anyone can join in at the start of any adventure, any episode. So uh, it'll be typical. For example, I'm Emily, they, she, and I play Irene Hawthorne, the Necromon trainer who ever extends. That's not true. This is a lie. You're impersonating Emily Strong. Yeah, what the fuck? That's called identity theft and it's not a joke. <laughs> Fun fact, an idea I considered having here was Kike gets his identity stolen. <laughs> Now, Freddy, Freddy is an enigma. 
I pointed out to Hallie the other day that Freddy is a lot like when I think of Freddy and would Freddy do this, I think, would David from Catching Up David do this? And if so, <laughs> so would, then yes. Would David heckle an old man? He would not heckle an old man. I don't feel so. Would he heckle himself because David truly is an old man? Yeah, no. That's a good point. He That's a good point. heckles himself all the time. Have you guys ever heard the Bible story of Elijah getting heckled by some children and summoning bears from God <laughs> no, to, no. to harass? What? There's an actual chunk of the Bible where the prophet Elijah is going on this on this walk and these like unspecified young people just start yelling at him, get out of here, baldy, or something like that. <laughs> and so he prays to the Lord and three she-bears are sent down to, like, devour the kids. <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, that's the god I want to worship. What an Emperor Valentinian move this is. I, I will find it. Female bears! It is just like Valentinian! I'm so sorry, it's Kyle. female bears! Yes. And then he also killed... 42 children? 42 of the lads. Even though only the two were mocking him. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead, Kyle. You can continue now. 